The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Aki Brandon. Welcome back to Old Teen Show. I'm Brandon. This is my classmate, Jessica. Hello. This edition of <laughs> Old Teen Show covers the first and only season of the short-lived 1992 show, The Heights. The story of a local rock band, 20-something, called... Not in the Heights, but the Heights, living in a suburb. At the same time, though. What? Yeah. That's a coinky dink, eh? Yeah. Now coming to 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and Blu-ray, August. End of August. I got the thing yesterday. So in the Heights. While we talk about the Heights, which is a suburb, a band, and a show called the Heights. Today, we are discussing the ninth episode. What does it take? Jessica, what's going on? with the heights this week well everyone prepares for the wedding rita feels uncomfortable with some of her strong emotions for alex while hope wishes that she had stronger feelings for jt this one is also like the last one directed by jefferson kibbe and it's written by eric roth and tony spiridakis we have an introduction on this episode from jb walters tori spelling and jenny garth introducing the Heights on the evening. I think it was, did it come after 90210 or no? It came after Martin. Um, but 90210 was paired with Melrose Place. So I wonder if the Heights, what if they didn't, what if they did it other, like if the Heights was with 90210 and Melrose Place was on its own after Martin. Do you think history would change? I feel, I wonder if the Heights got moved around. You know, like you start a show and they're like, oh, yeah. cool, we premiered it. Let's move it over. Because I think it's on Thursdays at this point, maybe. Right. Yeah. Oh. 90210 was on Wednesday. Or something. Yeah. Um, based off of the commercials and promos that uh, we watched right. within That's the true. actual episode. And Married with Children and Living Color was on Sunday. Yep. Hmm. But then again. And The Simpsons, yeah. Simpsons, Married with Children and Living Color was Sunday. Because Fox only did a two-hour block, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Time for syndication. So, hmm. So when I saw this promo, Jamie Walters joins Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling, right? And they're kind right. of like, oh, are you going to sing that hit song? And he's like, no, I've heard you guys sing before in that one episode. How about you sing? Mm -hmm. And so this whole setup, I'm wondering, does Aaron Spelling or the you know network execs already know the show's getting canceled, but they're going to take Jamie Walters from the Heights and put him on 90210? That's an interesting introduction. Hmm. Yeah. Because they did, because like, what was it? Jake from Melrose Place was on 90210 for a little bit to spin it off into Melrose Place. So he was a crossover person. But Jamie Walters came as a, he went, he became a different person. Right. And I and think that's where people, about the heights again. Yeah. I think that's where people get it confused because, well, people, like a lot of people are the, oh, I thought he was the same person. But I think it's because they did that with, um, Grant is it Grant Show? Am I getting it right? Is that the guy who played the no guy who crossed? I think it was Grant Show. 
I think so. He was on the motorcycle and he dated like Kelly on 90210 and then he left. My mom was a big Melrose Place fan. So that's You're where right. I, you know, it was Jake a grand show. Because I remember there was Andrew Shue, Elizabeth Shue's brother, was on Melrose Place. He was uh, Courtney Thorne Smith's roommate, the will they, won't they roommates. Oh. Yeah, man. But we're talking about the Heights. Uh, but this episode of the Heights, Jessica, we've got commercials again. Oh, yeah. We got some same ones because it's two weeks in a row. Yeah. But we have this uh, couple pair of BK Burger King TV with MTV sports dude uh, Dan Cortez. And it's just every 90s cliche. I didn't know who it was. I'm like, who is this guy? He looks familiar. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Yeah. Thank you. It's super 90s home video camera. Like, let's talk to these people. What do you think about Burger King? And they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my friend. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, all right, cool, Burger yeah, eat there. And it's like, he's like, he did the, yeah, MTV Sports was, he came from Road Rules or Real oh. World. One of the, oh, no, 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 Dan Cortez is Dan Cortez. It was Eric Nice who was from Road Rules or uh, Real World. And he did the MTV like fitness stuff where they did like the aerobics or something. That was Eric Neves. Dan Cortez was just always MTV Sports, and Daisy Fuentes was the female on MTV Sports. Okay. This is picking Brandon's brain. I hope you enjoy my recollections of these random MTV shows, like Dead at 21 last episode, and <laughs> recognizing Dan Cortez. But this is Brandon. You're This is the Brandon Peters Show. You're enjoying my mind. This is Jessica, who does the vocals for the Brandon Peters Show. You get to enjoy her memories. As we talk about the heights and the commercials on the heights and the commercials, which Taco Bell has the new big beef taco. And guess who shows up in the commercial? Eric, Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada as a cop. Oh, he does his chips. Isn't that exciting? It's like, oh, he's already going downhill. Yeah, Not downhill. Fantastic. He got work. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, Eric Estrada and Taco Bell commercial. Um, hey, Mary with Children. I literally am so excited again about these promos where they tease the new episode. Right. Yes. Because it's when Kelly finally gets a job as a waitress. Kelly gets a job as a waitress. Yes. You were talking about Jim Cummings possibly being a narrative of the last episode, but there's a Sega game with Taz in it, and he's the voice of Taz. So So he might be in two weeks in a row. Yeah. He's probably in he's probably in everything in the nineties. Oh yeah, he's everywhere. Oh, and uh this week on 90210, Dylan and Brenda have called it quits. Dylan <gasps> goes for Kelly. The sparks <gasps> fly. So that's our update on 90210 this week. Um, there's a ban clear deodorant. Like, don't mess that dress. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but clear deodorant leaves stains too. Just Yeah, they do. Like, why are we lying? Don't do that. Um, this week on Melrose Place, uh, a mysterious woman moves in, which it's a series regular um, main cast member. Uh, she just showed up late. It's, uh, what's her name? From Princess uh, Vespa from Oh my Spaceballs. gosh, I love her. Um, from Spaceballs. What's her name? Cheat and look. She's also in the dorm that dripped blood. Um, and she's in uh, the initiation. She's in a couple slashers that I like from back in the day. But um, gosh, what's her name? Dark hair. Daphne Zuniga. Ow. See that? See that? Doing good. I have to cheat. I have to Google. Oh, I'm my gosh. I should have had that one there. But I think I wrote it knowing I, my mind would pick it up. Uh, Silverman's big and tall local commercial with a song and a bunch of smiling guys. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, this is good. This is good stuff. This is why I want to have a local commercial. There was Sega Sonic 2. 
mm. at one point. Mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall had a show called Night Thing with guest Evander Holyfield, who and plus fly guy Will Smith. <laughs> like Fresh Prince Will Smith. <laughs> oh my. And America's Most Wanted had see how some of these children became America's Most Wanted Friday. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Uh, quite possibly our biggest cameo in any of these uh, shows. Cameron Diaz shows up at a Coca-Cola commercial pre the mask, pre like her modeling days. I didn't even recognize her. Yeah. She was I in missed that, it. That steamy Coca-Cola commercial on the rooftops. That was Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, this one got me excited. I don't know if you remember this campaign. But we had a Listerine Tarzan Boy commercial. I do not the, remember that. Oh, 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 that was a huge, like, that was a thing. And then that song, Tarzan Boy, also got used in the television spot campaign for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, wow. Yes. Which was later dubbed Turtles in Time, but it was never fucking called that. It was just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. The video game, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the second one for their arcade was called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, which on the console games was the fourth game, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, four Turtles in Time. Then that game was popular. Then they went back and said, hey, they go back in time in this fucking movie. So they put Turtles in Time somewhere along the home video line. That's not the title. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. But this is the Listerine commercials. Where the Listerine was setting through the there. record straight on TMNT. I know my turtles. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's our commercials for this week. I hope you enjoyed the chunk that's been taken up at the beginning of the episodes, but they're so much fun. There's yeah, so if you don't much go, fun. If anything, just go back and watch YouTube. Yeah. Find the Heights. You have to watch, you have to look up the Heights TV series 1992. Because mm-hmm. you'll get a lot of In the Heights. In the Heights and this other Heights Australian show that is a thing. Who knew? Who like knew? If you type in just The Heights on IMDb, it is like the sixth thing down. Sad. But hey, we're getting ready for the 30th anniversary. We are. We're already here prepped. Uh, retrospective as we watch the episodes again. What's it like the second time around for The Heights? <laughs> Who knows? JT still sucks. Who thought? This one opens up with a very slowed up version of the how do you talk to an angel riff? Did you notice that? They were playing Oh, how do you get away from it? It's the only thing they want to push forever. Well, at least they figured it out that they had something there. Rather, you know, the the show opened and was like, what music do we use? Like, you have a number one song. You have a number one song. Always did. Push it. Um, You can play it. So Alex and Rhea, they're like fucking on his lunch breaks now. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're not even getting out of bed. They're not even going to work. They're yeah. all into each other. Like, like what? Rita missed two days of work. It's like, right. She's like, Come on. He's like, a man can't live on sex alone. And she goes, this woman can. <laughs> she is a freak now, apparently. Give it six weeks, Rita. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we also find that Dizzy has corrected Stan's speech for his best man speech for the wedding and gives him a B plus. That's a uh, like why why are you showing it to him like you don't okay best man speeches but uh, there's uh, he Disney's also going around go the tuxes are coming the tuxes are coming and Lenny's <laughs> like you sound like Paul Revere <laughs> and uh, uh, Lenny he's such a funny guy and uh, Dizzy dons himself the plumber drummer 
thought that was funny. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Rita's having the flowers for the wedding delivered for or by the brewery, so she saves money for the, the wedding money. And she uh, talks about boning, and Hope is a little uh, jealous about it. And she goes, I want him to move me to Iowa to a trailer park where we can make love all day and I can stay in bed all day and make him pies. Ugh. First off, Hope, you asked for this. If you right. wouldn't have like pushed for her and Alex to do it last episode, she wouldn't be bragging this episode. Mm-hmm. So deal with it. Deal with it. Yeah. Although it is annoying when someone's like super happy and flutter. It's like, okay, we get it. Stop. Because yeah. Hope ain't getting any. No, she's not. Um, she shares a fear of commitment with Rita and uh, JT's brought up about it. So um, that's the couple that they're trying to write as much as they can. Alex, well, um, sorry, not Alex. Dizzy goes on a job for Jody's dad. Like he can't plumb. Which is like basically the Friday before a wedding day. Before the rehearsal dinner, he takes off to go yeah. do this job. Yeah. Like, but. You Why know, is anyone is? calling him? But hey. Right. Uh, yeah. It's like, come on. Come on. At the rehearsal, we see Stan rehearsal, the band rehearsal, not the wedding rehearsal. Uh, Stan drops the ring uh, for the wedding out of the bag and they decide to rehearse the song and then off to rehearsal dinner. What is the song? I don't know, but we might have already heard it so far. I I think I have an idea of what it Um, is. But uh, Dizzy ends up getting locked in the freezer truck he's working on. How does this happen? He goes in the back. Why did he even go in that cargo truck again? He fixed it. He went back in. Why did he do that? I don't get it. We teased last episode, but this is the Uncle Jesse full house um, Aunt Becky wedding where they uh, he goes to skydive and um, gets caught in a tree. Does he get put in jail? Is that what it is? I don't remember. I think so. Maybe. And they're like, oh, she has to go bail him out. She has to go get him. Yeah, something like that. Where they, but they're like, they think he had cold feet, but he got caught in a tree. It was a to be continued. It was a two parter that episode. Oh, yeah. It's a big so deal. He just wanted to do it for some reason. The yeah. morning of his wedding. Mm hmm. Because uh, he didn't choose to get locked in a truck. No. Like, oh, where is he? We can't find him. A missing groom. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the guy you went to work, like he tells him, he's like getting weird. He's like, why'd you even come, man? He's like, well, you called me. Uh, so everybody called him because he wasn't invited to the wedding. That's what. Yeah, he wasn't. Ooh. I wonder if that's what he's like, nah, you can come do this, please. Uh, if I had plans, you know, I wouldn't have called so early. Um, everybody at the rehearsal dinners uh, waiting on Dizzy. Uh, Rita's like, uh, this wedding is having a weird effect on me. I just want to make pies. God. Like, uh, so basically, once she and Alex started having sex, now she's like, I want to. And I, I took that as, are you trying to settle down and just become a wife to him? Like, and then make the pies? I don't, like, you're coming on a little too strong. Like, yeah, do they eat it after? Was that what they like to eat I after? Know. I just want to make pies. So take care of him, makes a pie, and he eats a pie. Right. And I, I love what Alex says. He's like, I spent some time in trailers, and you know, I didn't love it. <laughs> I think, like, I love, I kind of love how, like, Alex has no sense of humor <laughs> in any, like, killjoy. he is, like, has talented musician, but just, geez, like, it's like, shh, just don't talk, you're pretty to look at. Like, if they went, if they got big and went on a talk show, like, you have, like, one of the other band members, like, talk. Oh, JT would handle it. Yeah, JT, sure. Dizzy, somebody else, somebody else. Um, Jody's mom clowns on JT. 
I, I love it. I love Jody's mom and JT. That's the pairing I want uh, more of. And she goes like, she goes, nice hair, JT. And he's like, you're just jealous. <laughs> like, that's good stuff. That's good. I, I really like that relationship. It was one I never expected would happen or work. And it's, it's beautiful. So Dizzy gets found in the truck and Stan discovers that he lost the ring. Dizzy finally shows up freezing and then his brother shows up who's a priest. Have they ever talked about this before that his brother was a a Catholic priest or I assume Catholic. I think it was a surprise to Dizzy too because he's like, what? (laughs) Oh, I mean, there's just too much. They put too much in. They push too much stuff. Like, well, yeah, the storyline. What's the point of this? There's no point of it. Speaking of, it's the bachelorette party that night, too. And was it the bachelor party, too? They're all hanging out at the uh, uh, mics, the big mics. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, or just guys hanging out. Yeah, because the girls all went to the What was it called? Like the Crystal Palace or the. Some- can we talk about this dancer they have? <laughs> Who I wrote down four different people I think that he looked like. I couldn't decide because he's got this like, long curly mullet mustache, neckerchief, a wrestling one. Like this. I mean, okay, okay. This is guy. This is like, it's like a gay bar like dancer, like a, a gay strip, but more than like like right. Like he doesn't. I mean, f- Jody's mom was into it, um, and Dizzy's mom. Like the moms were into it. Yeah, and but I don't like, know. If- hoping them really were. But. I feel like they went to like a bar from cruising and not. Yeah. I, I, I was just like, this doesn't do they, I don't know. It looked, but this is 92. This is not current. Like, but it just was like, like these don't go together. Right. But he had the stash. I don't know. I was like, what is going on? Is this like an, it was like a Neil deGrasse Tyson type yes. vibe, but not too much, but kind of with the stash. And then it's like a like Lando, maybe. I, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. He reminded me of Mario the Plumber. Yeah, he had a for big some reason. perm. Yeah, he did. Maybe it was like, the actor that played Mario the Plumber. Oh, yeah. In the, the whatever, real life show. Bob Hawk. Oh, Captain Lou Albano. Yes. <laughs> Those are the vibes, except muscular. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He he hit the weight room after the show got canceled. Long curly mullet. Long curly mullet. Oh gosh. Um, Dizzy shares his guilt and worries over his brother or with his brother about things. Uh, confessional. JT and Alex get fucking hammered together. Yeah, they do and have a heart chart. Like they keep pairing these dudes together. And JT is saying he thinks it might be time to settle down with hope. And they decide they go need to talk to their girls. Stan, Stan's pretty good uh, bullshitter when uh, Dizzy asked about the ring. He's like, nah, man, it's bad luck. Yeah, he just, it's like, no, it ain't. No, it isn't. <laughs> That's not the tradition, man. He's just flying and, oh, trope. Can't find the ring. Right. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Heights bingo. Uh, <laughs> week nine. Uh, Jody's mom uh, and Dizzy's bitch about Dizzy. Kind of mother-in-laws in common stuff. Mm-hmm. Bingo. I didn't know one of them was Jewish. I just, I, oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't, yeah. I was like, oh, we're throwing that in there. So Dizzy's Italian. Their family's Italian, I guess. And then, uh, yeah. Jody's family is Jewish. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Cause then Dizzy's trying to remember the order when he's getting married. You're supposed to do this, then step on the glass or step right. on the plate or whatever. I, I don't. Boom. There we yeah. go. Things come to light. Alex and JT show up at the, the bachelor party. They propose to Hope and Rita. And then Alex passes out and JT pukes um oh what a night yes, that's right that was the weirdest thing alex and jt hammered they both get on one knee at the same time and propose 
I was like, what are you doing? Right. Like, this is so cheesy. What are they pushing here? And why are those two hanging out? Unless they're really trying to make that double date thing happen. Uh, maybe they should get together. They should. That's what I was thinking. I think the that's part dog. of the thing. There is chemistry there. There's like, when yeah. They were eating a hot dog. I wrote down subtle gay vibe question. Yeah. No, like, they are they actually into each other, but they don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know how to talk to an angel. Oh. Star keeps falling. Can't catch it. The morning of the wedding, Stan tries to tell Dizzy's. Uh, he's going crazy because he can't find his special guitar pick. Yeah. And uh, Hope shows up the rehearsal space, uh, the music rehearsal space, and they totally make us think that they went to Planet Hump the night before, and mm-hmm. JT doesn't remember much. Uh, Alex tells Reed, he's like, you think I was drunk last night, but I knew exactly what I was doing. And Rita's a bit more reserved now about her obsession, not ready to have anything permanent right now. She goes, seeing you last night, taught this monster a lesson. And Alex says he was hoping it would happen. And that's why he proposed. I actually buy that reverse psychology. Like, fine, you want you think you want to get married? I'll propose right now. And she's like, whoa. Alex isn't funny, but he is pretty smooth like that. I would buy that on Alex, yeah. Right. Jody asked her mom if Dizzy's brother could marry them along with the rabbi. And she says, no problem. So his family are terrific people. Oh, Hope and JT have a talk. And he says if he proposed, he wouldn't want it to be like that. Feels like it too much like his father. Call back. Call back. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen that guy in a while. He must be healed. He's Uh, hooking up with someone he met at the uh, class reunion. Probably. That's right. That's right. Uh, Hope says she should tell him something, but she decides not to. And they suck face. It was so weird because when Hope, wakes up with JT the next morning. She's like, oh, you were so great last night. Trust yep. me, trust me. And JT's like, oh, okay, whatever. But then she's like, no, nothing happened. I'm like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. You pretended that you did it with somebody? Right. What? Yeah, it's a weird. And they're, and Crazy it's not like, girl thing, kind of. I was like, what are you doing, Hope? And their kissing's like wrong for that moment. It's like, it's just like kind of a little tender, but it's like because he's hung over too. I'm sorry. Yeah. After oh, I'm getting that breath, drunk, I am spinning and puking. I'm oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's all I could think of. Is like, no, um, no. You know, you want it. You wouldn't okay. be able to. But here's a pack. Mm. Yeah. Weird. All right. Well, wedding. There's a there's a decent heart to heart with Jody and her father, and I like he says a lie. I love you very much, and I love that boy too. Oh. Very nice. Very good moment. Uh, Lenny helps Stan. He's like, you got to keep the positive vibes going. Uh, the girls prep. He's like, can a nice Jewish girl be happy with a nice Catholic boy? And Stan continues to not find the ring. Uh, wedding time. JT is too cool for a tie. <laughs> got tux, but no tie. Stan asks the rabbi if he has an extra ring. He then asks Jesus slash God. I don't know who he's talking to. Uh, for the ring, Dizzy's brother has it, and he says he cruised by the warehouse for old time's sake. He once had a band, too, and he's very nice about it, and your secret's safe with me. Yeah, so basically, Dizzy's brother had it the entire time. The father, but he never fessed up to it or gave it to anybody. Just Dizzy ex machina. Hanged on to it, or was hanging on to it till the very last minute to be like, I'm the hero. Right. Also, why push that storyline that, oh, by the way, I used to have a band, too. It's for the Heights prequel. It's for the prequel of the Heights. (laughs) 
The band plays the reception. Jody blows a kiss at Dizzy as Dizzy plays. He's like, I'm going to stay away from my wife and play the drums at the reception. I was wondering how many times does he have to like, oh, I won't dance. I'll just play. Mm -hmm. Everyone else have fun. Uh, (laughs) Stan gives a speech. Everybody thinks it's funny as he goes through their school years and find out that Dizzy's brother had a karaoke bar. Like, what is with this guy? Really pushing that. Like, I had a band before here. I had a karaoke bar. I'm like... But then Pops' location took him out, probably. Like, why do we have so much backstory on Dizzy's brother? Like, (laughs) he's a priest. They were getting ready for season two. There you go. Uh, Hope asks to talk to JT, and as they dance... She tells him nothing happened between them that night. She said he says he knew it, knew it all along. He says it's going to happen eventually, and he's been dreaming about it for a very long time. And then they suck face on the dance floor. Alex proposes to Rita to be her boyfriend. So there was a proposal. What uh, was the song that they played? Well, that special hold, song. We're getting there. Oh, uh, can't wait. It, Dizzy and Jody talk. Uh, what's going to happen when we walk out of here today? Hit that on your bingo cards, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm really scared. It's about time you let me be strong for you like you've been strong for me. Will you let me, Joe? Bingo cards again. It's a double bingo on that one. The band plays a song for dad. No, they play How Do You Talk to an Angel at the Reception. Oh, it's fantastic. a big performance, full song again. Uh, you got montage of good vibes at the wedding reception, toast and stuff. And was 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 Joe drinking wine and booze? I was wondering. Uh, I think I, I think saw it like pregnant, a wine. Right? I'm like, I'm like, Maybe um, it was a sparkling cider thing. Okay. Yeah, but I was like, wait, is she okay? It ends with snapshots of the reception, and that's sorry. It's the wedding of Jody and Dizzy, and then next time on the Heights. Hope and Rita get an apartment together and uh, stop into any United Artists Theater and enter to win a walk-on role in a future episode of The Heights. It's still going on, that contest. And we have four episodes left. The first 13 were probably done already when they were doing this. So yeah, if you or anyone you know has information on what happened with this contest, please contact us, naptownnerd, at at gmail.com. Also, you can contact us uh, at Brandon4KUHD and at Jay and Alsman. You can hit us up. Let us know what happened with that. We'd like to know where that yeah. role went to. I wonder if I can just contact Universal. Right. Who won? Did this ever come through? Um, oh, for a friend. Yeah. So, all right. This gig is over. Jessica, until next time, where can people keep up with you? Well, I'm over at the Bob and Tom show and you can follow me on Twitter at J N Alsman, which is J N A L S M A N. Instagram that Jessica Alsman. Shut up. Don't you dare say it. You ruined it for me before and I never noticed it. What? You're going to say an ALS man? No, I say I already okay. threw it up there because I just put our Twitter handles up and then I'm like, where can people find you? Well, where can People find you, Brandon. Put like a segue in. So it's like it was space yeah. between it. Oh, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the one I back this up 30, hit 15 back, 15 back, or 30 back, 30 back. Uh, Brandon4KUHD. Written work on wiseupblue.com. There's more from the Brandon Peter show this week. But until then, Brandon, how do you talk to an angel? I don't know, but I sure as hell play it at my reception. <laughs> Thank you for listening. 
The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetersshow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.